Shalom Aleichem from the Yiddish Book Center. I'm Emma Morgenstern. Today I'm in the studio with two students from the Yiddish Book Center's Steiner Yiddish Summer Program, Dory Fox and Jamie Nadel. Dory is an undergrad at the University of Chicago, and Jamie is an undergrad at the University of Michigan. Welcome, Dory and Jamie. Hi. 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 <laughs> Good to be here. Yeah, it's a blast. Um, so can you start off by telling me how you found your way to the Yiddish Summer Program here I, uh, I visited the Yiddish Book Center about three years ago um, because my, uh, my uncle and aunt live out in the Berkshires, and we, we didn't want to spend time with them for very much time, and we needed to find something to do <laughs> instead of talking. This is on the talk- radio, you know yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah instead, of, instead of talking to them, love you guys. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we, went, we came to the Yiddish Book Center um, to expecting just to walk around, you know, kill maybe an hour before um, a meal. Uh, and I've, I found it to be exhilarating. Um, it, I mean, it's a beautiful place uh, with more books than I ever expected, and I've, I've been very interested in the summer program ever since um, that uh, first trip. And Dory, how about you? Well, I also visited here a while back. I think it might have been seven years ago or something as a trip in summer camp. And I think I sort of shrugged it off at the time. I I thought, oh, these are cool. I will never read any of these books. Mm -hmm. Um, But as I finished high school, went to college, um, became more interested in Jewish literature, um, a grad student at school suggested that I look into the summer program. And the more I looked into it and all those things, um, I realized that it was a really exciting opportunity for me for the summer. So what are you studying, Dory? Um, I study English, literature, and Jewish studies, so that's sort of really really interdisciplinary. Not that much Yiddish stuff, just because of the way that it's focused at my school. So this is a nice way to fill in the gap. Mm -hmm. And Jamie, what are you studying at Michigan? Um, I'm studying mostly history, uh, but I'm only going to be a sophomore next year, so I haven't really decided yet. What have your Yiddish classes been like here this summer? Um, well, I've I've been um, in the continuing, the vaunted continuing um, Yiddish class. <laughs> That's what um, we call our advanced class for our <laughs> listeners. Yeah, um, with with Yuri, um, who's a great teacher, um, a great guy, really fun. Um, always comes in with a smile and some exuberance about Yiddish. Um, and basically, uh, this whole seven weeks, I've been learning um, how to speak Yiddish uh, more fluently um, with uh, better style. Uh, and I've been writing a short story um, about a kid who finds a book that speaks to him, and together they save the Yiddish language from vort ganovim, um, word thieves. Wow. Uh, yeah. So you're actually writing original work in Yiddish then? Yeah, yeah. I've, it's, I've, I take a lot from Sholm Aleichem, but, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, original, original um, is is a word that I would use for it. Yeah. And what's your what was your initial connection to Yiddish? Um, I think the first the first thing that I ever had to do with Yiddish was comedy, um, especially you know Lenny Bruce. Um, I I mean I've I'm a student of uh, stand up comedy um, for as long as I can remember, uh, and I remember listening to Lenny Bruce's stand up and hearing Yiddish, and that's sort of how I first heard about Yiddish. My mom speaks a very little bit, um, just phrases here and there, uh, mostly insults. Uh, you don't go bang your head against the wall. <laughs> um, 
But I really, I really started getting into it after I visited the book center and after I found out that I have two um, relatives, um, a great grand aunt and uncle who both speak Yiddish fluently. Mm. Um, and I thought that that was a totally um, bizarre but very interesting uh, part of my family that I had never known about. Um, and I wanted to uh, embrace that a little bit more mm -hmm. um, than I had before. And Dory, what's the experience of the beginner's Yiddish class, which I took when I was recently graduated from college, 2010? So. Nice. Yeah, well, so then, as you know, it's totally fabulous. Um, for our first two weeks, we were with Ali slash Esther Dvera. And That's Ellie Kelman. Yes, yeah, Ellie Kelman Brandeis. of Brandeis fame. <laughs> and for the second chunk of the um, of the summer, we've been with Rivka or Rebecca Margolis, and it has just been really, really incredible. Um, I was really curious going into this what it would be like because having taken other language classes, um, especially in college, you know they use a lot of um, video or web stuff, and I was thinking you know, what sort of multimedia experiences are going to be for Yiddish. And I was just so surprised because we've, you know, even though we're beginners, we've, we sing every day, which I think is so fun. And it's a great way to learn and remember chunks of language and whole phrases and new words. And we've seen parts of Yiddish film. And we've actually been able to do some translations now towards the end of poetry and different beginnings of novels um, classics from the Yiddish language, which is really what I would love to be able to do someday. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really fun. So are you planning to continue studying Yiddish when you're back at the University of Chicago? Um, I hope so. I hope that somebody from the Germanic Studies Department at University of Chicago is listening to this and will hire a Yiddish <laughs> lecturer. I think it's up in the air. I don't know if there will be anybody to teach me Yiddish back mm -hmm. at school. So um that's sort of, I, I don't want to say this is the end, but for at least a year, it seems like this, I won't be able to learn any more Yiddish after this. Mm -hmm. But hopefully in the future, I will, maybe in grad school or something. Mm -hmm. You mentioned that you were sort of surprised about uh, all the interactivity that you've experienced in your Yiddish classes. So any other surprises or challenges that you've, either of you have encountered over the past seven weeks? Well... I think for me, everything is a surprise because I haven't taken any Yiddish before. And um, I grew up going to Jewish day schools from K through 12 um, and have been learning Hebrew all the way through. So I always felt like I had a really strong Jewish education and a strong background in Jewish culture. But then there are all these things that just have been omitted or just I never learned. And it's amazing to to learn from a completely different angle, but not all that different, just sort of parts of the culture that I thought I knew so well and parts of um, the literature that I sort of had an idea existed. But you know, there's, there's so much more still to discover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jamie, I see you nodding your head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sort of had a similar experience. Um, I didn't have as extensive a Jewish background um, education-wise as Dory did, um, but I still thought that I had, you know, the basics down, um, but I didn't. Um, and I came here, and through the culture class and through the literature class, I found out that there were just parts of Judaism that I had never even heard about that are very important to how I live my life, like f especially like the Chelmninsky massacres, which I had never 
even known about, did not know was a thing that had happened. Um, and when it comes to Yiddish, uh, when it comes to the literature, I didn't realize that there were um, really nuggets of like treasures um, of introspective and uh, very, very interesting dialectical um, arguments in these stories mm -hmm. that make points about the life that I'm living right now, and they made them hundreds of years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you're realizing the relevance of all of this. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that's the thing that Yiddish gets knocked on the most, is that it's irrelevant, supposedly. But honestly, I mean, we read um, Grade um, the other day in for the literature class, and he wrote down things that I've thought over and over again. And it's very comforting um, to get that in Yiddish. Uh, because uh, it's it's very it's very it seems much more direct mm -hmm. um, than in any other language. And if I would just add to that, I mean, I think what Jamie just said about finding things that we feel today so strongly, finding that in older literature from hundreds of years ago, or in Grada's case, not hundreds, but still a while ago. Um, you know, that's why we read any, you know, that's why we read any classic literature. And for me, it's always been a challenge because, you know, why are you, why am I reading Dr. Faustus from, you know, you know, medieval, not medieval, sorry, that's Renaissance, true. yeah, Renaissance England, um, because, you know, that has nothing to do with my life. But then you learn, oh, well, this is what it's really talking about. And you read and you say, oh, this has a lot to do with my life. Mm -hmm. But for me, the hard part was that I always had to learn about Catholicism or learn about Protestantism. And here it's learning about these philosophical treatises or philosophical quandaries about life, the life that we're still living. And it's through a Jewish philosophical lens and it feels somehow like the gears just fit a lot better in my head. And it's really, really cool. I think that uh, when it comes to having an idea like that, you know, uh, something in a Jewish lens, for American Jews, there are there's really only two ways to get that you can get that. You can go into the religion and you can study the religion or you can, you know, go into Zionism. And I've never, I don't know about you, Dory, but I've never felt a totally strong connection to either of those camps. Um, but there's a third option and it's Yiddish and it's Yiddish culture and it's Eastern European Jewry um, that is often overlooked but has a very significant part to play in that, um, in that discovery. Yeah, and I'm sure you've also realized that uh, it, there's more than a third option, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> From the third option, you've probably realized how the tentacles spread, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So, yeah, it's I, it's really great hearing you guys say this because this is also how I felt when I started at the book center a couple of years ago. Um, that feeling of like, oh, I've learned American history, but it's not really my history in some in some very deep sense. So. Um, what has been a highlight of the program or your favorite moment of the program? I think something that I'll really remember f going forward from here was the way that it, f it feels so comfortable, not just at the book center and as students feeling comfortable here, but also feeling comfortable, um, outside of the book center with, um, with staff or with professors, you know, it's, so I don't think I will ever be able to say, oh, yeah, last Friday night I went over to a potluck at my professor's house and then we played apples to apples. <laughs> you know, that's just not something that you get 
or it's something that's really rare and really special. And it's just an amazing experience to be working so closely with the faculty here. Um, and we're being exposed to so many really great teachers. And I feel really fortunate about that because, you know, you know, during a quarter or a semester in school, if you have four professors, like one of them's going to be a dud maybe, but I don't <laughs> feel like there are any duds here. So it's really nice. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. And I think the Shabbos dinners, um, and the potlucks are definite highlights. And I think everyone, um, here feels that way that it was, that they were, you know, almost transcendent experiences in the sense that, well, here we are all, um, acting sort of like a family, um, which is sort of strange to find in a summer program about Yiddish. Um, uh, just a, another quick highlight um, was uh, just a couple, like 20 minutes ago, I was working with Gary um, retranslating um, the Bob Dylan's Blown into the Wind into Yiddish. Um, and retranslating? It, yeah, I, I had I had translated oh, okay. it um, my first semester at Yiddish in, in Michigan. Um, and we were going through and, um, like working out the kinks in that translation. Um, and it was a blast. Like it was fun. Um, just because they're like the, the word that I use in the song for answer, like the answer is blowing in the wind is, um, chure, which is Loshin Koidish or truve, um, which it means like to return to the answer. Um, and I had no idea about that. I just thought it was another word for answer that I found in Weinreich. And I didn't use the word entfer because it sounded too much like answer. Um, <laughs> but it, it, was, it was a blast to just, you know, find those things out. Um, and, you know, every day you learn a million things here. Mm-hmm. And each one is a highlight, so to speak. Okay, so my last question is about the cake. you're laughing because you know i'm asking about cake it's because this group of students has eaten more cake (laughs) than any group of students i've ever seen that's remarkable so can you tell me about the cake (laughs) all i can say is i have never been a cake person i you know ice cream sure brownies sure i can get on board for that i've always been the one person who's who says oh you know i don't really care for cake but somehow I find myself asking Rachel, our program director, for a cake or hinting very, very much, not subtly at all, that we <laughs> ought to have some cake in yeah. the kitchen. And I think, I mean, other than the fact that it's wonderful and I enjoy it, I think it just kind of goes to show that um, we feel really taken care of here and that we don't feel like we have any huge, terrible problems. And so, you know... When everything is good, you might as well ask for a cherry or <laughs> a cake on top. So you're using the cake as a metaphor. <laughs> I think so. Or perhaps a, it's a symbol. It's a symbol. It's a symbol. <laughs> yeah. The cake is definitely a symbol of this summer. And I think it should be on the website, like next to the goat. If it, if <laughs> like, it could last long enough to be photographed. We, we, need, a, we, we need a goat cake is what we need for Yuri. A goat cake. Okay. Shaped like a goat, yeah, not, not made of goat. Not made of that. Or it could have like a kind of goat a, milk frosting. Perfect. A gooey I love center. It. I can imagine such a thing. <laughs> okay. Fun. Well, thank you both so very much for being on the program today. And oh, yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, we we're really gonna miss you here at the book center. It's always very quiet. The <laughs> the I guess forty five weeks that the summer program is not happening. <laughs> so we'll we'll miss all of you students here. 
You've been listening to a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. For additional interviews and conversations, please visit yiddishbookcenter.org slash audio. I'm Emma Morgenstern. Zaymir Stark and Gesund. Be strong, be well, and tune in again soon. Mm-hmm.